In a world where magic is everywhere, monsters are real, and inhibitions are non-existent, Atlantis is the most coveted destination, and pirates make all the rules. That's right, the Dangerous Tides Kickstarter is live. We're bringing you six brand new books from authors like Katie Robert and C.M. Nascosta. These ultra-spicy fantasy books feature sirens, kidnappings, aliens, disguises, monsters, sex magic, second chances, and so much more that can't be mentioned in polite company. They combine otherworldly adventure with sweeping romance in a way that will keep your heart racing from start to finish. By backing the Kickstarter, you can read these books this month. Of course, we've also got foiled special editions with sprayed edges in hardback and paperback, gorgeous art and swag, which you'll have in your hands this fall. The Kickstarter will be over in the blink of an eye, so don't miss it. This is the only place you can get these special editions and swag, not to mention getting the eBooks five months earlier than they're available to anyone else. This is your invitation to unlock the secrets of Atlantis. So click the link in the show notes and enter at your own risk. Welcome to Bonkers Romance, the podcast that celebrates authors who dial it up to 11. I'm Jenny Nordback. And I'm Melody Carlisle. I don't know if you've heard us talk about it before, but we have got some super exciting things happening in our private member space, the Temple of Defiant Joy. If you want more of Jenny and me, the Bonkers Book Club, and tons of author bonus content, head over to our website and become a member. It's so joyful over there. And starting December 1st, book club members get six awesome books. We had to change the order of the episodes a little bit. So today you are in for a special treat. (laughs) Look, I don't want to spoil anything, (laughs) but today is the day. The day I finally get a book with a cock pocket (sighs) and my heart is filled with joy. Do you hear the trumpets in the background, listener? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Our guest today is the fabulous Stacey Hamill. Many of you already know and love Stacey, but for those of you who don't, we thought it was high time to introduce you to her beautiful brain. She is an admin of our Facebook group, The Altar of Defiant Joy, and the patron saint of the Bonkers TikTok. Oh my gosh, (laughs) we affectionately dubbed her our Adminitar, (laughs) and she's here to recap I Married a Naga by Regine Abel. You better buckle up, because things are going to get sexy with the Snake Man. Hello. We are joined by Stacey Hamill, who is our adminitar. Yeah! Yeah. (laughs) 
so excited. We thought you should get to know Stacy and love her as much as we do because Stacy is moderating the Alter Defined Joy, our Facebook group, uh-huh. and she has led us into the glorious world of TikTok. Oh my God. And is holding our hand and coaxing us and making some really funny shit over there. Yeah. I do enjoy the TikTok. It was quite the shock when a month ago I had a viral TikTok. I decided to be more active and like my seventh one into my I'm going to be active went 8 million viral. Yeah. And of course, it's taking a money shot to the face, which just really seems in line with doing all this. Yeah. Eight yeah. million times people have seen you take it to the face. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I and love my, it. My kids watch it and we're like, why is that so funny? And I'm like, <laughs> uh. I, I mean, the one's 12. So it's always funny when you get splashed in the face. Yeah. Always. Right. Yeah. Like it's just, it's slapstick. Bubbles. Slapstick. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's fun to explain, but yeah, I've really enjoyed doing the bonker stuff and mm-hmm. really enjoyed just like, the book side of TikTok, the spicy books, like so much fun stuff there. Yeah, really, yeah. really fun. Yeah, I was really scared of TikTok because I think like Twitter and other platforms, like, I don't know, I have to be careful about how much I let other people into my head, but mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much TikTok is just like people are obligated to entertain you or you move on to the next thing. Like nobody's right. trying to sell you anything. Very few people are trying to like call anybody out. It's just like how amusing can you be in 15 seconds? Right. It's an elevator pitch, but it's a two floor building. So get it. Yeah. <laughs> and I just I love that. Like it, I don't know, lightens my mood. And, you know, lesbian thirst traps are just good for my mental health. Oh, yeah. Oh, seriously. Thirst traps. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. They make a day better. <laughs> I'm going to throw out there, TikTok has made me want to get an edgy lesbian haircut. I'm just mm. going to throw that out there. I want to cut all of my hair off and do the, like, fucking I think you could thing. rock it hard. But my husband and I are in a standoff over it. Oh, fair enough. I want him to keep his long hair more than I want to cut my hair. <gasps> so. Oh, that's quite the deal. You that's get to cut your hair so he would get to cut his hair? Is that the situation yeah, that he's throwing yeah. out? Oh, yeah. diabolical. So, <laughs> I really, really enjoy that man bun. Like, I will just throw mine in a ponytail. It's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stacy, what counts as bonkers to you? So... I have been a romance reader since I was, I think I was 14 when my mom got tired of buying like six Sweet Valley High books a week. Yeah. (laughs) Probably closer to 13. (laughs) So she got tired of throwing the money, goes into the bookstore, local bookstore in Midwest Nebraska and says, hey, my 13-year-old daughters are kind of above Sweet Valley High. What's next? And they handed her V.C. Andrews. What? No. (laughs) So I went from Sweet Valley High to V.C. Andrews. And I'm like, not really my flavor. So I jumped into romance after that. And of course hit, I think Nan Ryan wrote it. And it's called Secret Fire. And the woman is like roofied. But then it's okay because they fall in love. Yeah, no, it's totally okay after. (laughs) My journey into romance was really bonkers initially. (laughs) And then I did the whole like, Nora Roberts, flowery stuff, like the really great ones. Like some of my favorite books are Nora Roberts. And then came back through Jenny to (laughs) Any Dad Will Do. And I was a hardcore, like, here are my hard lines. Daddy kink, 
Jenny oh, wait, your dad will that. do. We're talking the Kitty Robert book, right? Oh, sorry. Yeah, your dad will do. Because it's not any dad. It is your it dad. Is, it is your, your dad. dad. Going to fuck your father. Right? That's right. Oh, and Asshole. I was like, Daddy King? Nope. 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 Read that. Okay. I'm going to have to add that to the list. Yeah. And then, of course, in the beginning of the pandemic, it was Ice Planet Barbarians. And I'm like, oh, I'll read this for kicks. Like, I don't, like I said, I don't DNF anything. I will read it from start to finish. And the whole time I'm like, I... I, I can't. And then I recommend it to everybody. So yeah. it's finding that line and then finding out where I'm okay with it. <laughs> so that's really my bonkers is I think I have a hard limit. Turns out it was a mild suggestion and I lo- no longer take that. <laughs> so that's really my bonkers is really checking to see what will take me across my lines. And it has been a super fun journey. <laughs> nice. That's actually a TikTok that I was going to text you earlier because I couldn't figure out how to make it do what I wanted. But someone did that, like, stitch this and tell me what your hard no's are in romance. And it was just going to be me sitting there like, I don't know. No means yes. Don't have a line. But I do. That's that's the twist at the end is that (gasps) I did discover my line last year. And that is putting a knife in someone's ass and then fucking them while it's in there and stabbing yourself in the stomach. That is my line. Wow. Where, um, how? Like that should be a universal line. Yeah, well, no. People love this book. And I usually don't say negative things about books. If I do, if it's not my thing, I just don't say anything. Sure. But every single time that I say out loud that this book crossed a line for me, it sells the book because people yep. are like, oh. oh, shit, it was too far for Jenny Nordback. I have to go and <laughs> oh, read it immediately. It's yeah. that one. Okay. So I feel totally comfortable saying it. it's too far for me because it is a selling point to it, like, finds the audience who are like, yeah. I'm going to read the thing that crossed a line for Jenny. Wow. It is Den of Vipers, for those of you who are sitting there right now going like, tell me the title, Jenny. Tell me the title. (laughs) And I know you... It's all over TikTok. So many people are like, this is my hardcore one. I I didn't realize that's how hardcore it was, but... Oh, yeah. uh, Yeah. Yeah. It has like 5,000 five-star reviews. And that was one of the reviews mentioned, like, he puts a knife in her ass and I was, I couldn't sleep. I was like, what does that mean? Like he, the blade or the handle? Right, right. And Because one of them is, is, the is a handle. Is, you know, something I could talk but about maybe. But then he's stabbing himself in the stomach as he, uh, uh, from behind. Does he and, like, like that? comments that she's going to have to stitch him up afterwards. Oh, oh. I was okay, like, is you it know like what? a cheese dagger? <laughs> this is actually less of a hard limit for me. Because I did think the blade was going in. Was in her ass. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. at that point, I was like, is he also cutting his dick? Like, how does that work? <laughs> I don't understand. Oh. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but there's now a whole that lot of just like murder not... and blood stuff and stabbing and cutting. And it's it really, really works for some people. Awesome. So if that sounds appealing to you, do the thing. Hell yeah. Do the bonkers. Do it. I, Happy I, fucking I'm... Thanksgiving, by the way. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> you know? Speaking of blood baths, I hope you're loving those turkeys. <laughs> you know? I hope you're listening in a really warm, embracing family setting. Yes. And you giggle to yourself. That way it's really awkward when someone says, what are you laughing at? <laughs> so that's what I hope you have for Thanksgiving. <laughs> that can be your bonkers. Yeah, yeah right? right. Because you deserve that. 
Oh my gosh. Okay, so what are we what are we serving up this beautiful Thanksgiving? Well, you two? We are going to give some news and updates, but oh, yeah. after that, we are jumping in to I Married a Naga <gasps> by Regine Abel. Yeah. Oh hey, it's temple update time. This month, we're back on our bullshit with Katie regaling us with more fertile in my ex-boyfriend's dungeon. And I can neither confirm nor deny that we discover an actual hard limit for Katie. Hannah Witten is also going to stop by to give us all of her best spooky season wrecks. In book club news, everyone in the Joybringer tier and Celebrant tier can download their ebook copies of My Wicked Prince by Molly O'Keefe and the entire audiobook collection of Court of the Vampire Queen by the one and only Katie Robert. Finally, Joybringers and Celebrants can check out all the digital art we've created for the temple. It's all on one convenient page waiting for you. If you want to get in on any of this goodness, head to bonkersromance.com slash temple and sign up. All right, back to the show. All right, we are back Ah! and we are ready to recap I Married a Naga by Regine Abel. And it is a fucking snake. It's a a whole snake. snake. It's a whole ass snake. We have brought you a snake man. (laughs) Okay. I'm excited. Does he have limbs? He has arms. He has arms. Got it. He has a centaur snake. Yeah, actually, I'm not not gonna tell you things. You've made me wait for it in the I'm not giving you all the things. (laughs) I was trying to Jedi mind trick you and it hasn't worked this time. Unfurl his bag of tricks as we reach them in the plot because there are many. Listener, she is learning all my tricks and it makes our partnership more difficult. Yeah. For me personally. Me melody. Um, (laughs) What is our heroine's name? I've already forgotten it. It is Serena. I always forget. I know, I can't do names. I have to write them down. So, like, that's the only reason I knew is I have it at the top of my page. Literally, the first <laughs> thing on every page of my notes is the name of the the main players. Like, that has to be it. Otherwise, never, never will it happen. So, the book opens, <gasps> and it is the first hunt. Our heroine, Serena, is, she is a hunter. She's, she's a going on a hunter. hunt. She's a human hunter? Yes, she's a human. She is a hunt. She's a human and a former gymnast. That feels very. Oh, random I'm sorry, at the time. but she's not hunting humans. Oh, and she's a six no. foot okay. one gymnast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's she's a like point. Aisha Tyler, but somehow still a gymnast. Wow, that's a As lot of course strength. Five foot ten. Like that's really confusing to me. But yeah, the, yeah, yeah. It, it comes yeah. into play later. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. So we are in space. There's some kind of fucking space federation it doesn't matter yeah 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 um there is this great hunt that is going to happen she is one of the like sought after hunters Um, it is this by invitation only hunt that is taking place on a primitive planet Mm. where the ordosians live they are a snake people and 
there's like rules to this hunt. So the Ordosians do not normally interact with the rest of the space people. Okay. Um, but they are allowing them to come to their planet and do this hunt under like very specific circumstances. So they're only allowed to kill these like creatures called flares mm. because their population is getting out of control and sure. they're like harming the other ecosystems. Yeah, totally. So they're only allowed to kill those. It has to be a clean kill, no cruelty, That's no right. shenanigans, clean mm-hmm. kill. And they're not allowed to go into forbidden areas. So there's, like, boundaries that they can't cross that go into, like, the Ordosian territory. Got to stay out of those. They have, like... Beacons and trackers and shit. Cool. Cameras on their bodies. Okay, so it's it's hunter tourism. That's what the Ordosians are doing. Sort of. Yeah. And it's a competition, too. So, Mm -hmm. like... The more clean kills you have, like, the better the kill, the more the points. And whoever has the most points at the end wins, like, this top dollar, like, half a mil prize or something. Love it. So all these hunters are also competing against each other, but they have to follow all the rules. And they're going and, like, picking up the carcasses of these creatures because their organs have, like, medicinal uses. So there's value to it. Yeah, you got to use every part if you kill it. Yeah. So she is going to be hunting in a sector with this, like, four-armed bad orc man called Baron. Love that. She's not excited about it. Oh. And so she gets into, like, her speeder, and she goes off in her speeder, and she kills a flare. She, like, does her thing. It's a pretty clean kill. She gets her points for it. And then she's, like, going to bed for the night. She checks the scores. Kind of like Hunger Games where, like, they yep. can see the scores. It the sounds the like that. And she's in 22nd place, which is much better than she expected to be in. She's not expecting to win this. She's just trying to, like, make enough money to support herself. Cool. Kind of deal. Yeah. I do have to say these flare things, too, are, like, super dangerous. So it's not like you're hunting yeah. deer. They're described as having, like, eight centipede legs and a body low to the ground. But then their front arms are just, like, size. And so they just, like, slash oh. you. And then they have eyes all over their head. There's, like, 12 or 24 <gasps> eyes or something. So they can see 360 around you. <laughs> Like, they're super dangerous, too. So it's not just going out there and picking off a couple deer. Like yeah, it's not a white-tailed deer hunt. That's, yeah, that's exactly. not this kind of controlled population. <laughs> it's yeah. a murder so, like, kind of controlled They're super population. dangerous, too. So you have to watch out for everything. Everything's trying to kill you. When we're getting the vibe, our heroine is, like, kind of a badass. She's six foot one. She's super competent. She is independent. Yeah. She is out there doing the thing. Absolutely. Um, And she's also realistic, it sounds like. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Very practical. I like it. So Baron, the bad orc man thing for arms. Right. So many arms. Is, like, way ahead in the kill count. And they're in an area where the flares, they can see on their, like, map thing that it's sort of a sparse population of flares there. So she doesn't understand how he he can have been killing so many Mm. when it's, like, a disproportionate number to the number that they knew were in that area. Yeah. Is he cheating? Is he doing a cheat? He he could be doing a cheat. Interesting. 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 Yeah. Melody, how perceptive you are. I just might be psychic is all. Yeah, yeah. So she, the next day, finds this, like, immaculately killed flare just sitting on the ground. And nobody has put their beacon in it to claim it, which gets you the money for it. Yeah. So she's kind of like, do I? And it's fair game by the rules. If there's, like, a dead flare that's recently dead, you can claim it as your own if nobody else has claimed it. Great. So she claims it. Hell yeah. And then... She claims five more that are also immaculately oh, hello. like that. Oh. And she's kind of like, oh, good fortune. But like at that point is starting to get a little yeah. bit skeptical. Weird. Like is weird. this is what's going on here. So 
she is spotted by three Ordosians. And it turns out they are like the local patrol. And these flares have been getting close to their border, so they're taking care of them. They're super efficient, like they work in a team and they like immobilize it with their tails and then they like stab it in the jugular. <gasps> yes. Yep. Wow. So there's one in particular who seems to be the leader that she oh, like, yeah. I feel like there has to with. be, you know. She sort of congratulates them after she sees them kill one. Like, hey, nice kill, guys. <laughs> <laughs> she just yells out, fantastic teamwork. I'm so impressed. And they just turn and like look at her and are like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please tell me that's verbatim, please. No, she says fantastic teamwork. I'm impressed. I wrote it down. I love it. I love it. Oh my god. So then they've like killed this flare on the other side of the border, so she can't go get it, and it's kind of a waste. Oh, sad town. The money for it. Yeah. But the line that I saved is: "But before I could even advance by a few meters, their leader called out to me, human." He shouted, his voice powerful, with a slightly throaty rattling that gave it a badass edge, Ooh. as well as being sexy as fuck. <gasps> I stopped and cast a curious look at him. My jaw dropped when instead of responding, he and the other male by his side each grabbed a front leg of the flare and dragged him towards me, outside of the restricted zone. <gasps> way, I whispered to myself. Oh, so he my has gosh. brought her the prize to the border so she can claim it. Oh, rock on. Is this, is this where we're going to tell her what they look like, too? I really <laughs> feel like it has to be. Gosh okay. darn it. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Stacy, tell her. Okay, so these guys have like the huge cobra hoods on the back of yes. their heads, first of all. Oh, and they have hey. slit eyes and they have slit nostrils, like the uh-huh. little lizard eyes. And then they have a forked tongue. Yes. And then basically yes, yes, yes. the whole torso is going to be like humanoid, but it's still totally. covered in scales. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they have like a little fin off the back of their arm. So like uh, later they put like a bracelet on and he has to collapse his fin and put it up to his shoulder. Okay. And so he's covered in scales. And then basically from the waist down, it's pure snake. All it's snake. just pure snake afterwards. Okay. And so like With when this, they're like, looking at each other, he's like, God, body. if she had a tail, she'd be fine. And she looks at him <laughs> and she's like, if he had legs... Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Are they wearing clothes? Is my next nope. question. They're not a species nope. that wears clothes. They, no. they are a naked species. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. And yeah. as yeah. he's advancing on her, he's doing like the little snake tongue flick. And she's like, that's kind of cool. Like she's staring at it. And like as he does it, he like smirks at her. And she's like, what's that about? Because she's like, oh, he's kind of sexy. And then he starts like forking his tongue out a little bit. Hell yeah, he's smelling her. <laughs> yeah, you can he smell her arousal. <laughs> Tasting the air around her. He can taste her. So so it's a snake head is what I'm hearing from you. And then like a shoulder it's like situation? like a man face. Like they have a man mouth. Okay. But they he fangs. has like fangs. fangs. And then he has like a snake, like a cobra cobra hood. Yeah. yeah and their cobra hoods almost function like peacock tails where yes. it's like they're very fancy they are you oh. know the males are supposed to attract a mate so his is like spectacular of course it has to be yeah yes yeah okay yeah. this is exciting it says that hood on his head was badass but the forked tongue the snake tail the slit nostrils the lizard eyes were a little freaky um, yeah, all right. We can make compromises. And she's though. like, he's still pretty sexy. Like, those abs. Yeah. Yeah. She's into it. Thank you so much for listening. 
That's the end of part one of I Married a Naga by Regine Abel. The complete episode is available exclusively to members of the Temple of Defiant Joy, which you can join for as little as $5 a month. The Temple of Defiant Joy is also where you access the Bonkers Book Club, where you get six free books in December. If you don't have the dollars to sign up for the temple right now, go to that same page on our website and you can add yourself to our waitlist for membership assistance. And if you want to help a fellow joy lover out, you can always donate an annual membership that we will match to take two people off of that waitlist. We'll be back with a full episode next week recapping Sing Me to Sleep by RM Virtues with Liz from Make Out Already podcast. Go enjoy your next bonkers read. And remember, if the only way to power your spaceship is through sex energy, you have to fuck. (laughs) See you at the temple. (laughs) 